Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here. What a beautiful day. No matter where you are or what's going on, it's a beautiful day. So, you know, I like to shift the energy when we first get started and bring you back to that place of gratitude. Always, always, always. Um, ah, I can't believe we're on episode 23, guys. Like, what a fun ride this has been. I don't know why I waited so long to do the podcast and get this started. But I'm loving every minute of it. I love your feedback. Um, and it just, yeah, it means the world to me. So thank you for those of you who reach out and who share this information with others. I, from the bottom of my heart, seriously, it means so much. Um, I personally have been working on a lot of things. I think I'm always working on a lot of things now that I really think about it. <laughs> but um, for a long time there, I was working mainly on myself like mentally emotionally spiritually for a couple of years really um was the main focus and it's nice because I'm really back in like a zone of growth in my business um I'm super grateful that my business so that I had built it in a way that I could actually venture into you know being more in depth with my own personal growth and still have my business function well and be able to help people and take care of my clients and do all those things but I'm really excited and I've been excited for the past few months of being in this like different level of creativity mode and it's cool because I used to live in this state but it was not always super healthy for me because I would basically be on and working and creating constantly and at the time I don't really know how I pulled it off but I did and it was good but that's now I'm in this new place of being able to have that higher rate of output but also be able to take care of myself and be nurturing to my personal needs in a different way than I used to because that has become one of the biggest power points I should say of my growth and of my power, of my ability. So taking care of me in a deeper way than I knew was possible or that I needed, which I've talked to you a bit about before, but it's just proven to be a really cool experience. So I can see future podcast episodes talking about output versus input um, in a, in a way of just purely a production standpoint and just from somebody who is an overachiever or like a high producer by nature. And so I think that could be a really um, good topic. So see that coming in the future, but I just kind of wanted to say that to you guys and I hope that you're birthing some new ideas or spending time with yourself if that's what you, you know, which either one that you need, make sure that you're making space for it. Well, today our topic that I want to talk about was inspired by this really cool plaque that I have on my desk that I've had on my desk for years and years and years. Um, When I first quit working for someone else and was running my own business, I had this this room that (laughs) 
used to be a kid's bedroom and it was dark red walls with um, a firefighter border. And I kept it that way for a while because I was still doing a lot of um, event planning and I did a lot of event planning um, for first responders here in St. Louis. And so it was kind of fitting and I was like, oh, this is fine. And I like turned that room into my office, right? So, but I remember hitting this space where I was like, no, I am redoing this. So I like ripped all the wallpaper down and had to, God, put so many like coats of primer to cover that red. And I redid my office in this really beautiful blue and this like silvery gray. And I turned it into this little sanctuary space where I created for several years, I was in that office. And one of the first things that I bought decorations wise was this plaque. And it's just a normal silver rectangle, basically, that says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I remember being at a store with Tony and we were looking at like furniture or something. And it was randomly in a furniture store. And the funny thing is, though, is that quote has been something that I've lived by long before I purchased that and long before I um, started my own company. It was something that I always talked about and believed in is that, you know, change starts with us and we have the power to influence people around us based upon our behavior and our reactions and how we show up, right? It's always been a big thing for me, especially when I was in a manager position. I believed it was extremely important that managers led by example. I don't believe in the concept of do this, do that, but don't don't do what I do. You know, I'm the boss, but don't do what I do. I just feel like it sets a really fucked up tone um, in a business. And so I'm a firm believer in, you know, leading by example. And it works well. And I mean, it's always worked well for me in management positions and in my own company and leading teams and different things like that. But um, the, the, the phrase, be the change, has always been with me. Like to the point where I have a ring actually um, that my friend Crystal has. The other one I bought two at the same time, and on the it's inscripted. It's just a silver, small silver band, and it's inscripted that says "Be the change." And then on the inside it says "You wish to see in the world." And so every single day I wear that ring, and I've worn that ring for six years, seven years probably, um, every day. And it's just a little token for me, right? So those of you who've been around me a lot or have listened to me for a long time, you know that I always use that hashtag. I always talk about being the change. Um, but I was sitting there thinking today about how I would like to explain a little bit more about why that's so important to me, but then also ways that you can really utilize that belief in every space of your life, like anything that you believe in um, or you feel passionately about or you're wanting to grow or influence or be better in, um, you know, that could be everywhere from yourself to your business, to your body, to your family, to your community, to the world, you know, to your business, to your friends, like anybody. It's mainly though, it's like an, it's a personal commitment. So one of the things, like, so like I said, I always put quotes everywhere. That's another thing about me. So I always think it's funny, like on Instagram, right? People will say, oh my God, there's another girl posting a sexy picture with some quote. And I'm over here going, don't judge me because <laughs> I have posted quotes all over my life since I was like 17 years old. It's always, and probably before that, it's just always been a thing for me. So I actually made a post not too long ago, if you guys saw it on Instagram, where I was like, listen, I'm not changing what I do simply because, you know, it's become like a cliche um, on the gram <laughs> to do that. Like that's not going to, I'm not going to change. I 
post quotes for myself or I have them around my house and on my phone and different things like that to inspire me, to make me smile, to make me stop and think. And so that's what be the change always has been. You know, like on my phone screensaver, for example, it says you are enough and big, beautiful letters that are on brand, like they're on my brand color and it just makes me smile and it's just a good reminder. So that's something that I always recommend to people. You know, you hear people talk about affirmations, and I do believe in affirmations. Um, I also believe in visual reminders. That's always been more helpful for me is having visual reminders. You know, whether that's a picture of the girl with the big built, like the built quads and booty that I want from squatting in the gym on my refrigerator or in my supplements cabinet, you know. You know, maybe it's a picture of myself. Like right now, honestly, I found this picture of myself that I remember taking a couple years ago when I was living in Iowa. And I felt so beautiful in that picture. And I took it with a really clear intention in mind um, at the time. And it was basically my boyfriend and I weren't doing well. And he had moved out and like wasn't talking to me, whatever. And I took that photo and because I was feeling really beautiful at the time, I wanted to, it was very pure, the picture was, um, it's basically just my face for the most part. Um, and I sent it to him and it was just like, you need to remember, you know, the core of, of who you fell in love with. You know, I remember that. And so I found it the other day or a couple weeks ago, probably at this point, randomly. And I smiled at that picture and I thought, what a cool moment of just honoring who I am and remembering that like, yeah, sure, shit happens and whatever, but it doesn't change who I am at my core. And so I put it on my fridge, like right now it's on the middle of my refrigerator um, so that I see it every day and I'm reminded like, it's okay. So don't feel weird, like if it's a photo of yourself, like who cares? Um, anyways, I think it's it's visual reminders are always very, very helpful as far as um, keeping us in that state of mind, you know, people always ask me, like, how do you change your thinking, like your thought processes and all of those automatic thoughts, which we've talked about a bit in the past, and I'm not going to go into great detail here, but one of the things is, is that you just have to keep filling it with something else. You have to keep reminding yourself that that's not how you want to behave anymore. Like, this is it. This is the new thing. So for me, like, be the change is a really simple and easy way for me to remember that like I am committed to showing up a certain way every day and being a certain person in the world and in you know any interactions I have and that's something that's in you know super important to me and I'll talk a little bit more about another great reminder that I have as a visual one here in a minute um you know fuck it we'll just say it right now actually it fits well in this spot <laughs> like I, okay so when i start a podcast episode like i don't pre-write any of this shit i basically like, have a topic and i'll write out four or five like little bullet points that i want to make sure that i hit just so that i don't just ramble the entire time because i definitely could ramble for like hours um so that's where that little thought process just came from but um you guys may have seen this before, but I have a tattoo on my forearm, on my right forearm. I have a tattoo of a lighthouse. Um, the story behind the day that I got it is like mind blowing. And it is actually the intro of my book I'm writing right now because it is such a great example of how powerful we are when we choose to change our way of living and thinking and being. Um, so make sure that you read that. I've also told that online other places, but it's kind of long, so I'm not going to tell it here. But I have this tattoo of a lighthouse, and it is 
the, the lights are shining bright out of it. It's getting hit by these huge waves. And, you know, the whole idea was, you know, was told to me by an old coach of mine who his coach had told him this story. And I'm sure some other coach had told his coach the story. You know how that chain goes. But it was basically like, who do you want to be? A lighthouse or a tugboat? You know, and it's not even for me, like, about the tugboat thing. Like, that's irrelevant in my world these days just because I don't, I'm not jumping down in the water and, and doing that with people anymore but just so you know like very very like cliff notes version is basically a lighthouse always stands in its power in its space and guides it does not ever waver does not come down off of that rock and jump into the water to save people its way of saving people is by shining and leading by example basically is how I interpret that you know and if you want to be a tugboat then you jump down in the water and you're trying to save people and you're pulling people in and you're you know possibly drowning with them and, and, and it's definitely just a different type of work and the reason I don't talk as much about the tugboats anymore in my own personal experience is because there's a purpose. Like tugboats serve a really beautiful purpose in the world, like act literally like a literal tugboat that pulls in ships and things. Like it serves a purpose and I believe that there are people who are gifted in a way that they're able to be down in the trenches pulling people along and they don't and like that's part of their superpower right and I don't think that anybody it's anybody's job to judge but the whole point of the the concept is that you can't if jumping down into the trenches is sucking the life out of you and you can't maintain your power in the process then that's not where you need to be I think it's a rare occasion that people and when I think about people who I think who like I'm talking about that are really um skilled at being down you know, and, and helping people like pull them along are like grief counselors, um, you know, people that are helping addicts, like that are down in 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 it with them, sitting there with them and withdraw and like all of that kind of thing. That's kind of the first sort of thing that pops into my head. But anyways, so to me, the lighthouse and the reason I got the tattoo is because it's a visual reminder. And I remember Sean actually said it in the perfect way is that it is an out is an outside reminder, a visual reminder of an internal agreement or an internal commitment. And so that's exactly what it is. It's the same as the be the change, right? Because to me, they are one and the same for the most part. And it's this internal you know, commitment that I made to myself and to the universe and to everyone that I will always be me all the time. And I will share my experiences and I will share the good and the bad and I'll share what I've learned and what I don't know. And ask questions, but I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to be me purely a hundred percent. And, you know, I think that that concept means something a little bit different to everyone. But for me, like it, it's a huge integrity piece. And when I say that, I mean, when, if I'm not ready to talk about something yet, that's happened to me, I just don't. Um, or I'm not, you know, I'm just very, very responsible with the influence and with the light, I guess you could say, you know, um, or the responsibility of being being in that position or that commitment that I made, I take it very seriously. So anything that you see from me or you hear come out of my mouth is transparent and it is the purest form of, of authenticity just because that is such an integrity-based thing for me that I refuse to pretend or to sugarcoat or to, you know, tell uh, to do something or to tell you to do something that I don't do myself. Like, I remember I was in um, Arizona and Dan Clark, by the way, if you've never seen Dan Clark speak, you should look him up. He's awesome. Um, he is so, so, so good. 
but he made this comment about it's not about practicing what you preach, right? Because you always hear people say, practice what you preach. And I used to say that all the time too. I used to be like, you better practice what you preach. You better practice what you preach. Are you practicing what you preach? Because I think that's a big integrity piece, right? But I remember him saying, it's not about practicing what you preach. It's about preaching or only preaching what you practice. And that one I was like, damn, that's exactly what it is. It's only preaching what you practice. And talk about like the purest form of integrity. Because also like I was saying earlier about being the manager, right? The manager who doesn't do the things. It's like the parent who's like, do what I say, not what I do or whatever. Like, come on. That's just, that's silly. And what it's actually doing is enforcing a whole lot of really bad things um, or reinforcing a lot of really bad um, sneaky little habits. But I don't know. It's just always been extremely important to me to be what I say that I am. And I will say that one of my biggest compliments that I've received since being in the online space is meeting people um, in real life that I have only met on the internet um, or that had followed me for a long time or whatever. I'd be at an event and they'd come up and introduce themselves or we'd be talking. And, and later on or in that moment, they'd say, man, how refreshing is it that you are the exact same person in real life as you are on the internet or how you show up in your videos or how you show up in your content or, you know, you show up on every, like what you're writing. Um, you know, apparently I look the same in real life as I look in photos and I be, you know, am the same person. And that's a huge compliment for me. Like that's a big thing because unfortunately that's not really, that's rare. It's more rare than it, than it should be these days. And, um, it's just very important to me. And I think that if we, if anyone can take in pieces of that, um, parts of any of the stories that I'm telling and kind of incorporate that and you being super true, um, to what's important to you and, and who you really are and how you show up, then I think that, you know, mission accomplished by this whole conversation. Um, so back to the conversation, back to the be the change thing. So I think that a lot of people, and so like the whole lighthouse concept and showing up and being this person and doing these things, I think people take it very, and it becomes a heavy thing or it becomes very tasky. And what I mean by that is like very task oriented, like in order for me to be a lighthouse, I have to do bop, 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 bop. And so then they become obsessed with all these things that you quote unquote have to be. And then it's not authentic at all. We're back to doing things to check off boxes instead of being ourselves. And so I want you to always bring the focus back to who am I? What do I mean? What do I stand for? What's important to me? And because those are the things that should be at the foundation of every interaction and every action that you make or don't make, um, every choice, right? It comes back to like, who am I? What's important to me? What matters to me? Like, what do I want to influence or share or do, right? Those are the things that it should always come back to. Um, so the quote, be the change, it creates quite a ripple effect. And that's why I think it's such a beautiful statement is because I think that a lot of times we underestimate the power of our own actions as far as like, you know, you always hear people say smile at strangers because you never know what battle they're, you know, fighting silently or, you know, just be kind to strangers because you don't know what battle they're fighting um, quietly and how smiling at someone can make their whole day, right? And then they smile at someone else and then it's just this big chain reaction of smiles, right? That made people happy um, or being kind. Like example, yesterday I was in on a search for a case. I got a new phone 
and usually I like plan things out really well and I have a case delivered by the Amazon, you know, right on the time the phone gets here, but I was being very wishy-washy about my phone choice for God knows what reason. It's unlike me, but I was being very weird about the decision and I didn't know if I was going to keep this phone, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I decided to keep it. I go to the store yesterday to find a case. I walk into Target and there's, I guess, back to school shopping is still happening. There was a line out the wazoo. Like it was insane. And I go, whoa, holy crap. Okay. And I haven't been in a Target in a really long time. Like I rarely shop in, in stores um, these days, or if I do, it's for very particular things. But anyway, I walk in, go to the electronics department. So fun fact, guys, I do not Apple. I do not Apple at all. I am an Android girl all day. I have an HP computer. I have an Android phone, like a Galaxy phone, Samsung Galaxy. Like that's my jam. Okay. Just, you're not going to change my mind. So just don't worry about it. (laughs) But they just came out with a new Note 20 Ultra 5G and it's freaking badass and it's huge and the camera's amazing and I'm super stoked. And I have been, had the same other Note for a long while and it was, I mean, they're great phones. I've had them for years. Anyway, go to the store. They have no Android cases. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm personally offended by you, Target, right now that you have zero Android cases, like literally at all. You have every iPhone size you could possibly think of, but no Android cases. And I'm like, all right. What's funny is I walked to that store and I thought about it after the fact, but there's a weird ass vibe in that store to begin with. It was weird. I was not super comfortable. Something was off there. So I left and went across the street to Best Buy where everybody was so fucking friendly when I walked in the door. Um, and they had, you know, a bunch of options for my cases. And I went in and they were very understanding. They're like, hey, just so you know, there are no salespeople on the floor. So if you need help with something, you have to come back up here and we'll sign, you know, and we'll call someone over to help you. Um, that's our company policy right now because of COVID. And I'm like, okay. Well, I knew exactly what I wanted and where they were, so I didn't need help. But I was like, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, when I go to leave or go get my thing. And um, I kind of liked it because everyone kind of left me alone. Sometimes in the Best Buy, right, they're kind of up your ass. Like, what do you need? Can I help you? And I'm like, ah, I'm trying to just look at something. Give me a minute. I will ask for help if I need it. (laughs) But I also get that's your job. But anyway, it was kind of a pleasant experience. Found what I needed. Checked out of the thing. The cashier was super sweet. And also I love when you only have like one or two items and people ask if you need a bag or you want a bag because quite honestly, we need to stop just handing out plastic bags to everyone. That's unnecessary and it's ruining our oceans. But anyway, um, I digress. (laughs) So as I'm leaving, the man at the door who had stopped me to tell me about their policy was sitting there and he looked a little like peeved, right? Um, Which I'm sure right now, especially working in retail, I can only imagine the stress, right? I just, I can only imagine. And then you see all this stuff on the internet of people tripping out and losing their shit on people in, in stores, and you're just probably fearful going into work. I can only imagine. So he's in there, he looks a little peeved. And as I'm leaving, I said, sir. And he looked over and I was like, have a great day. And he was like, thank you, you too. And his whole face changed. Now, of course, all I can see from is from like, you know, his eyeballs, but they changed. And what about a ripple effect, right? That didn't hurt me. That wasn't invasive of me. That wasn't rude of me for me to offer a little bit of extra kindness his way, right? A little bit extra. But that thing is will set off a chain reaction in most cases. Obviously, I don't know what he did after I left. But in most cases, that offers a chain reaction, right? 
And it then goes and creates a ripple effect and creates a ripple effect of more positivity and less bullshit. Or maybe I just made that guy's day and now he isn't going to be, you know, pissed off the rest of the day or be rude to someone else when they come in or, or whatever. I don't know if he would was being rude. I'm just giving you an example. And then I feel better too because I'm like, oh, cool. Like I made him smile. And that's a great thing right? I remember there's an episode of Friends where Phoebe is trying to find a selfless good deed. Like her and Joey have this thing going on and she's trying to find a selfless good deed. And so basically he was just telling her that like all good deeds are selfish and um, making it kind of sound like a bad thing, you know, like she went and let a bee sting her. And then he was like, yeah, well, the bee dies now, you know, and all, all these, just is all these different examples. Um, and of course it's funny because it's Friends and it's a hilarious show, but that's a good example. And I was like, you know what? So what if a good deed makes you fucking feel good? That's the whole point, right? Like you're not doing it only for your own simple, like your own pleasure, but like it's the ripple effect. It's affecting everyone that comes in contact with it, yourself included. And that is not a negative thing. That is a good thing because the more that you raise your own vibration, the more you're able to impact people just by existing, right? And so that ripple effect is huge. Now, I'm going to talk about like a lot of people ask me, how do you maintain this belief and and, and this stance of being the change in the world that we live in today, right? Where there's so much nonsense and hate and horrible things that are happening and just the circus basically that's going on in the world in, you know, September of 2020. And the truth is, is that you know, we're all humans and we all become emotionally affected by certain things. But at the end of the day, your focus should always be on what you can control. And so what I mean by that is, is that if you spend your entire every waking moment being so concerned with what the president or the senator or the guy who lives in Washington, D.C. that was on the news today, if you can overly concern yourself with what those people are doing and that is where you and you allow it to dictate your mood and ruin your thought process and cause you to be rude and cause you to be ranty and cause you to be none of the things that be the change that you wish to see in the world stands for, then they're winning and you're not, right? You, you're, you're not having control over what you're doing. And the truth is, is that you don't get to, con- nothing that you personally do, that you personally do is going to change what the president is doing. It's just not. And he's just an easy example because it's like such a drastic difference, right? I've always loved the quote by Ronald Reagan that's change starts at the dinner table. And that's what I always go back to is I know that I have an impact that I can make on any person that I come in contact with in my community here uh, within St. Louis, when I'm traveling, um, online, any of that. And I take that impact very seriously. And so that is how, and I remember that of what I have control over. I don't have control over those things, but I have control over what I do here, the conversations I have here, the you know open-mindedness, or maybe the compassionate conversations where I listen to someone or offer a different perspective that may, they might not be aware of. Um, you know, and I allow them a place to vent, maybe I hold space for them, um, whatever it might be, but it's those things that I have control over. You know, one of the easiest examples is like the environmentalist, uh, my environmental issues that we have going on. Um, I do get upset sometimes because there's so many things that are so much bigger than me that like, I can't do something about, and it's frustrating because I want to do something about it. And then I look around and I see, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Morgan Freeman, like 
Zac Efron, for God's sakes, like lots of people who are who have the influence and they also have the finances to start investing and really doing things that I wish I could do, right? So that makes my heart happier. And then I go back to what can I do? You know, and I remind myself of the things that I do every day that make a difference because it's what I can control. I can control the fact that I have not used a plastic grocery bag in several years. I can control the fact that I don't use any single-use plastic. It is a very rare occasion, I should say. I can control those facts, right? Like those are things that's my way of contributing. That's the things that I control and that's my ripple effect, right? If all I did was sit here and like watch the news and see what's going on with different animals and different parts of the world and the ocean and things like that and just be frozen in, oh my God, I can't do anything to affect this, then guess what? That's not helping anybody. Certainly not you and your emotional state and your mental um, your mental state or your own productivity or the way that you feel like that's a depressive moment, right? So you got to bring yourself back to, okay, but what can I do? What is my job? What do I stand for, right? Those same questions. What do I stand for? What's important to me? What can I do? What do I want to do? How do I want to show up? And so again, instead of shoving that shit down people's throat and being like, you shouldn't use plastic bottles, I carry a refillable bottle everywhere I go. And people see it and they ask me where I got it. And they're like, yeah, I should start using that. And then I see them later, a month later, two months later, and they have a fucking refillable bottle, guys. Like, I'm not shoving my opinions and my beliefs down anybody's throat, but I'm showing them that just by my actions that it's not impossible and it's really not that inconvenient. You know, um, I have grocery bags in my car all times that I don't, so I don't have to worry about it. Or I have a big purse and I'll just shove the shit in my purse after I pay for it and carry it out to the car, whatever. But like those moments, like when you choose to be the change or to shine like a lighthouse, shoving your actions and your beliefs and what you're doing and how you're doing it and why you're doing it down people's throats is not what I'm talking about here. What I'm meaning is, again, you have to go back to leading by example. You lead by example. You preach what you practice. People will see you behave differently. They will interact with you and see that you mean what you say, right? And that you are this person of integrity. And that's also why it's so important to me in the online space that I don't speak out about shit that I don't fucking mean, like through and through, and that I'm not saying things that I don't do because I don't ever want to have to pretend to be something else when I meet you in real life. I want to be that person. I want you to walk up to me and feel the energy that I talk about all the time and see the kindness and those types of things. The only thing that people get bent out of shape about when I meet them in real life is that nobody seems to understand how tall I am. Um, (laughs) They're like, whoa, I didn't know you were that tall. And I guess it's because like, how often do you really see like my entire body standing in social media? Not very much. You usually see me from like the waist up for the most part. And so I'm like, I'm basically 5'10". I'm a little bit shorter than that, but 5'10 is a good good thing to do. And so that, that's the only thing. And you know what? If that makes, if that's your surprise and that's your surprise. (laughs) But that's where I wanted to come back to is that we have to remember that we cannot focus on changing the entire world. We have to focus on changing us and what happens around our table, what happens in our house, right? What we allow to happen in our presence, um, what we choose to engage in or not engage in, um, what things we stand up for and we don't stand up for, right? We have control over that. And truthfully, if every person listening to this 
shared this message with two people in their lives and those two people listened to it and then they shared it again and they shared it again. Talk about a ripple effect of us now understanding on a different level the difference that we can make. And if every person that listened to this put in place one thing um, of remembering to you know, show up and, and be the change basically, then talk about that is where actual change comes from in the world. Um, it comes from individuals. It doesn't come from screaming on the internet. It doesn't come from you know, yelling at people to believe what you believe and telling them that they're wrong, blah, blah, blah. It comes from you living your truth and being true to what you believe and sharing that in just the, in just existing. Like that is the whole thing is it doesn't have to be this big overwhelming thing either. It's just you become very committed to yourself to live the way that you want to live. And to be the way that you want to be. And if that's, I hope, I hope that's from a place of integrity and that you want to be kinder and you want to be more compassionate and you want to help the planet and the world to be a better place. I hope that that's your desire, but obviously not, not my thing to, to force you to do or whatever or tell you what to do. But it's by you being committed to you every single day. And that's where the change begins. Like, especially for those of you who have kids, like, holy moly, you know, I do my best. I have a lot of children in my life, a whole, whole lot of children. I come from a massive family and then all of my friends have babies, lots and lots of babies. And so I do my best to be an impact on them in a positive way um, and be someone they can talk to and ask honest questions to that I give them honest answers um, because that's my way of impacting that generation, right? And I, I have plans on different ways to impact the younger generation that um, I hope that will come into fruition soon. But basically, you know, with those of you that have kids, man, you have such a beautiful opportunity to enrich those lives to be really good fucking human beings, right? And to care about each other and to care about the planet and to care about whatever it, it is, right? But to find out what it is they care about and just be good. Be good people. Um, fair and compassionate and all of those things. So you just have this really beautiful experience and opportunity um, to do that and to influence that, which is amazing. And I'm very grateful for any parent that's listening to this that is raising their children that way because it is very cool and it is a privilege um, and it is an honor and um, it makes me smile a lot when I see that. Um, anyway, <sighs> so my friends, the biggest thing, again, like I wanted to say was really bring home the fact of the ripple effect and also sharing like what we have control over is where we create the change. Because I think that, again, it becomes this big and overwhelming thing. Um, and then instead, we just like recluse back into a hole of thinking, oh my God, well, I can't change the world. Well, no one's asking you to change the world. We're, I'm asking you to change you. And for you to be committed to that within yourself. And here's the, here's the great side effect of it. I'll tell you what. The great side effect of it is, is that you don't have to keep track of lies. You don't have to keep track of what you said to somebody or what you pretended to be or pretended to do or said you were going to do and then didn't. You don't have to keep track of any of that because when you're committed to just being yourself and being honest and being real and being true, there's no energy wasted on those other things at all. Not even a little bit. 
And when you're when you're being compassionate and kind, there's less arguments, there's less fights, there's less you know fires to put out, um, there's less misunderstandings. Like it's ultimately a freedom that I don't think anything else gives you besides that level uh, of self awareness and choosing to be the change. And it's a really powerful thing. You know, like I said, that's a great side effect because it will affect you personally in such a beautiful fucking way that I, I wish that for every single one of you so, so, so much. So I think I could talk about this for three hours probably. So I'm just going to cut it off there and say thank you for listening. And I would love to do the ripple effect together, like share these. If you can think of one person, share it with them and then ask them to share it with one person. Um, if you want to share it with everyone that you know, that's great too. But at least one person and then we can really create those ripple effects. And these are the ways that we have the ability to create an impact and to create a change. And then each person will do with the information that they, you know, what they want to. And I think that, you know, something came to mind for each one of you that matters to you, right? That you're passionate about, that you want to see different or that you want to be different about or that you're committed to showing up as every day. Something or maybe some things popped up for you during this conversation. And so those are yours, right? There's no right or wrong answer. Those are yours. So... As always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and listening and hanging out with me. Um, If you have any questions, there is my email is listed below. As always, you can reach out. Um, If you do share the podcast, please tag me. I love that. It makes my heart very happy. And then also, um, there's a link below. We are transitioning over into this really great, cool new space. Um, for my coaching group and I'm so stoked and I'm probably going to do a whole episode to kind of explain the whole new thing just because I'm really excited about it and it makes a lot of sense and I think there's a lot to be learned from my reasoning for making this switch and blah blah but anyways if you are interested in learning more about that I'll put a link below too to check that out and go out and enjoy the rest of your day and smile and enjoy it and do a lot of self-reflecting and here's the other part if you're not happy during the day. Let's just leave. Let's end on this note. You don't have to pretend to be happy if you're not happy. But it's okay for you to be, you know, melancholy or mediocre or maybe frustrated or agitated or whatever and keep that to yourself. That doesn't mean that you go out into the world and you spread more of that, right? Um, You're allowed to feel your feelings and be honest about them without dramatically or negatively impacting other people to do the same. So anyway, that was the last note. (sighs) Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Until next time, see you later.